You're listening to the T20 podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Lloyd. Khayal jo ghar ko ghar banaye. Mohsin Khan bowled a dream final over, not allowing Mumbai to score the 11 they needed for a win. And Lucknow are back strongly in contention for a spot in the playoffs after the five-run win on Tuesday night in Lucknow. With me, of course, is Ayaz Maman. Ayaz, a good team effort from Lucknow to pick up the two points. Oh, absolutely! I think this was a marvelous match for Lucknow. Uh, first, they recovered strongly to finish with a competitive score, 177. It didn't look enough to beat Mumbai at you know when when Mumbai got going uh, with Rohit and Ishan Ishan Kishan, but they fought back again. They clawed back into the game first through Ravi Bishnoi and then of course Mohsin Khan bowling those uh, wonderful that wonderful last over. And remember, this was a match in which Marcus Stoinis didn't bowl at all. He was a hero with the bat, didn't bowl at all. And despite that, Mumbai kind of tend, you know, ended up choking uh, Lucknow. Ended up choking Mumbai's victory bid. So, all in all, I think a terrific night for Lucknow. Not such a happy night for Mumbai. I just want to say that I did not use the word choking. It was you. <laughs> But let's just take you all through the scores. Uh, Lucknow were put into bat by Rohit Sharma and Jason Berendorf picked two wickets in the third over, sending Huda out back on five and Prarak Mankar, the find of the last game, out on a duck. Mumbai, in fact, had Lucknow on the mat at 38 for three after seven overs. Marcus Stoinis and Krunal Pandya then stitched together a vital 82-run stand before Krunal retired. Hurt on 49. We will talk about that later in this podcast. The team was at 117 for three at that point, with Marcus going strong at 41 of 31. He continued his onslaught though, smashing Chris Jordan for 24 runs in the 18th over as Lucknow posted 177 for three. Stoinis unbeaten on 89. Mumbai got off to a st- solid start. With Rohit and Ishan stitching together a 90-run stand, Ravi Bishnoi broke the partnership with the wicket of Rohit on 37. Ishan though went on to score his half century before also getting out to Ravi Bishnoi in the 12th over on 59. The man in form was going to be key to Mumbai's chase, but Surya Kumar Yadav fell on seven to Yash Thakur, and Mumbai were 125 for three after 15 overs, needing 53 from 30 deliveries. In the end, it was Tim David and Cameron Green. At the crease, thirty were needed from twelve. David hit Naveen Ulhak for two sixes in the penultimate over, and eleven were needed off the last over, where Mohsin Khan, of course, bowled a beauty and conceded just five runs. Ayaz, as always, let's start by you telling us who your player of the match was. Well, I think it will have to be Stoinis because he gave uh, Lucknow the wherewithal to go and defend that score without his, you know, his contribution. The score Lucknow could have finished with maybe 145, 150, and then it would have been a cakewalk for Mumbai. So I would say Stoinis for me is the man of the match certainly. Actually, Marcus Stoinis is who I was going to ask you about next as well. You know, the start of the season wasn't the most you know most successful for him. We did I did ask you a few questions about him, especially with the team leaving Quinton De Kock out uh, because Kyle Mayers was doing well, and now when KL Rahul has gone out, you know they've had to rejig their batting order quite a bit, and you know things you know like. Performances like today are going to be very, very key for you know their campaign going forward. Yes, he is. And Marcus Stoinis, look, he's played some. Uh, you know, he's not been there with the team right through. He didn't start the season. Uh, he came in a little later. But he's played some really crucial knocks. And one I remember before this match was against uh, Bangalore at Bangalore, where he and Nicholas Puran, uh, you know, 
kind of completely demolished Bangalore. Uh, you know, it looked like a cakewalk or it looked like an easy win for Bangalore. It wasn't to be. So he's been a very central figure. Of course, he didn't bowl today. So I don't know whether it's workload management or some niggle. But nevertheless, he batted quite brilliantly, especially towards the second half of his innings and took, took his team to a score where they could, you know, at least hope or entertain hopes of defending it and then go out and they, they did it quite strongly. You know, I mean, they say that, you know, from adversity comes out, you know, the greatest of success. And that's, I mean, sort of in a way what's happening with Lucknow. You know, when KL Rahul was injured and Jaydev Onatkat also were, uh, you know, uh, ruled out of the tournament. Both players, you know, who were part of the eleven before they were, you know, sort of ruled out of the tournament. One thought that, okay, maybe that's a big setback for Lucknow's campaign. Maybe they won't, you know, do so well going forward. But, you know, every match we're seeing, like, new match winners come up. We had Prarak Mankad in the last match. Puran stepped up. Today's toy is even Ravi Bishnoi coming through with wickets. So it's also nice that, you know, in a way that a team that you, okay, I didn't really think that would end up making a solid bid for the playoffs is doing so with, with the help of not a single performance, but, you know, somebody's always coming through for them and, you know, making sure they get past the finish line. Yes, which is a good good sign for Lucknow because even if you remember last season, they began very strongly and then they finished quite tamely. And one always wondered why with such an array of talent at their disposal, uh, they just couldn't sustain that form right through. This time, they actually didn't have you know, I mean, they had a decent start, then they got into a slump, then they lost their captain. Uh, you know, Mohsin Khan wasn't bowling from the start. Ravi Bishnoi was bowling well, but not getting wickets. Stoinis has been bowling off and on, and therefore the team was depending largely on his batting. But all seems to have been falling in place, even Krunal Pandya. I think actually the injury to Krunal, and he retired hurt at 49, uh, was a bit of a blow, I thought, at that stage of the match. Because... Seeing how close this game was, seven, eight, nine runs make such a huge difference. And his going back after that wonderful partnership with Stoinis, I thought took a little, you know, took a little of the thrust away from uh, Lucknow's bid to make a really big score. But it all's well that ends well, isn't it? That is true. Actually, I was going to ask a separate question on Krunal Pandya. He did get retired hurt on 49 when he was on uh, 42 in the 16th over when the team was at 117 for three. He did walk off the field, and but he did bowl his four overs during the chase as well. So he was fit. He returned for the whole innings. Um, you know, I mean, there are, uh, like I think Ashwin posted about it, even Sanjay Manjik in commentary said maybe it's just a you know, sacrifice he's making because that, that sort of gave Nicholas Puran the opportunity who's, you know, was in blazing form in the last game to, you know, bat out the la- next four overs. I mean, Marcus Toynis took that charge. That's another thing. But, you know, th- that conversation is also being had that, you know, he was so close to a half century, but he probably thought that he was not going to be able to run all the runs possible. So why not give somebody else the opportunity? Yes. And I think, you know, that thinking is probably correct. I think he kind of eased himself out of the middle because he wasn't scoring at the rate, which, you know, remember, he was the captain. He was captaining the team. So that was a tough call to take, but also a brave call to take. And I, I'm, you know, quite happy that he took it. And at the end of it, and at, at the end of the day, it worked out well for him and his team. Because suppose it hadn't worked out well, then you would have copped all the blame. Now the points table is always we talk about it. Looks super interesting. Gujarat and Chennai are at one and two at eighteen and fifteen. Now Lucknow tied with Chennai at fifteen points. Remember they shared points in that drained out game. Uh, I think a couple of weeks back they just have one match left. Mumbai also just have the one game left. They're fourth at fourteen points. The the if you know if Mumbai had won actually that would have 
put Bangalore at a better position. But now Bangalore have 12 points from 12 matches and they have two games to go. Hyderabad and I think another one, any, I, I don't remember which one the other one was. So it's very equally primed right now. You, I mean, you know, we Gujarat are through, but you, it can be anyone's last, you know, points to pick up and qualify. Yes, I mean, there's a lot of suspense still which teams will make it to the playoffs, apart from Gujarat. We know Gujarat is in the playoffs. There's a good, very good chance, of course, that both Chennai and Lucknow will be there because now they got 15 points apiece. But uh, don't discount Mumbai or even Bangalore. And I think even Punjab, I mean, if, you know, if I'm not mistaken, they are in with a chance. Maybe a little remote, but they're still in with a chance. So, I mean, this is how, you know, you expect. Uh, there are many twists and turns in every season of the India T20 League. But we are heading into the last week of the tournament and, you know, the playoffs berth still wide open. Hey, who would have thought, you know, this is just getting just so exciting. You did speak of Punjab. That is the game on Wednesday night. Punjab versus Delhi on Wednesday in Dharamsala. Reverse fixture of Saturday's game. Punjab won that match and of course, as we know, eliminated Delhi. So Delhi will have a little bit of a revenge motive there. But if Punjab wins, and this is what you just said right, right now, Punjab and Bangalore, in fact, the only two teams with two matches left to go now. And they are at uh, both at 12 points. If, if Punjab win this match against uh, Delhi and then the last match is against Rajasthan, they actually start... start stand a chance of finishing at 16 points and going through to the next round. Yes, and that's why they need to be at their best against Delhi uh, when they meet them in the, in the next match that we've talked about. So, Delhi have been in the dumps. They're out of contention, obviously. But, you know, as it happens that you may be out of the tournament, but you could still trip another team. So, Punjab have to be very, very clear that this is a must-win match for them because otherwise they're also going to be more or less, you know, certainly out. And uh, they've had a bit of a, you know, on and off season, but they are now so close to making it to the playoffs, they have to make it count. Yep, so let's see what happens in that game. We will, of course, be back on Wednesday night with the result of that match with Ayaz. Thank you. Bye-bye. That was today's episode of the T20 Podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Lloyd. Khayal jo ghar ko ghar banai. This is a Quint original podcast, executive produced by Shelly Walia and Ritu Kapoor. This episode was hosted by Menra Dorji Sahani, produced and edited by Pratik Lidhu and Anjali Palod, and a special thanks to our guest Ayaz Memon. Stay tuned for our future episodes on your preferred podcast app. You were listening to the Quint's podcast. 